Speed Dating with the Dead Written by Scott Nicholson Narrated by Daniel Dorse Chapter 3 He didn't want to play the light on the ground and look for fuses because he was afraid of what he might see. He fumbled in his belt pouch for new ones, but when he started screwing the first one in, the one above it gave a half-turn counterclockwise. All by itself. Creak, flop, creak, flop. Creak, flop. J.C. gulped and twisted the fuse home, then plugged the five other holes. Lastly, he secured the top one again, screwing a lot more frantically than the things, people, its people, on the bed. Finished, he backpedaled the rectangular light from the basement door, spilling down like the stairway to heaven. Not so far, not so dark, though the basement air smelled like sulfur and smoke, as if the boiler was fired up and gasping, and the air that had been cool was now stifling and thick, the darkness like a cloud of ash. All he had to do was breathe and walk, though, and he'd have a story that would top anything Pegleg had to offer. All he had to do was put one wolverine in front of the other, eyes straight ahead, and Creak flop, creak flop, creak flop. The bed rattled with urgency, and the creatures, ghost hunters, it's just freaky ghost hunters, appeared to be speeding up for liftoff. Despite himself, J.C. turned toward the noise, though he kept the flashlight beam ahead of him. The sounds had been joined by wet sloshing, like somebody had dropped six bags of pea soup on the party. Porn flicks were ten bucks a pop down in Fantasyland Books, a corrugated windowless warehouse on the backside of Black Rock that had no books but plenty of magazines, plus some video booths in the back that J.C. wouldn't have entered on a dare. But J.C. wasn't much of a peeper, and his last three-way had ended in a divorce and a confrontation with a thirty-eight revolver, so the group scene wasn't his thing either. But he was feeling braver now that he was closer to the stairs and could chalk it all up to his imagination. Here was a chance to make the story even better. A ringside seat at a ghost hunter orgy. Pegleg could gnaw his shin to splinters in jealousy. The boiler clanged again, and J.C. shifted the light toward the bed, getting a glimpse of something slick and red tangled in a foggy spider web. Creak flop, creak flop, creak flop, creak flop, creak flop. The red thing was pulsing like a raw heart, and J.C. squinted, backing toward the stairs, wondering if a pack of possums had given birth all at the same time, or if his flashlight blinked dead. He banged it once against his hip, but it was still dead, and the creak-flop, creak-flop grew louder like, The bed is walking. He flung the flashlight toward the noise and fled for the stairs, boots slipping in the mud as he threw himself on its rough wooden planks, dust flying in his face. His knees throbbed where they'd banged, and one fingernail had been ripped to the quick, but that was okay. The light was waiting above, and the ground floor, and cool air, and sunshine, and ghost hunters in clothes, and the three cans of lukewarm bush light in the maintenance shed. He wriggled halfway up, his hips rising and falling like he was creek-flopping the steps. Unable to get traction, he could taste the sweet hotel air with its rug cleaner and cigarette smoke, and creek-flop, 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 the basement door slammed shut, and darkness draped him like a thunderstorm. Pegleg playing a gag, pulling my leg, that's all, I'll yank his flag off and beat him over the head with it. A molten band of iron girded his ankle. 
yanking him back down into the basement. The creek flop had given way to raspy boiler breath, the hungry panting of a pulsing red thing. <laughs>